Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Say Shabbos Chazayin. There's a story that the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin Daf Kuvdalit and Soto in the Medrash Rabbah and Eicha. The story depicts the ultimate crying about Churban Beis Hamikdash. There was this lady that lived in the courtyard of Rim Gamliel, and she had her cherished and lovely child that was taken away from her. And late at night, while everybody was sleeping, this lady would enter the courtyard and on her own cry bitter tears on the loss of her cherished child. And Rem Gamliel would hear, would hear the cry and he would remind himself about Churban Beis Amikdash and he would cry together with her, along with her, throughout the whole night. The next morning his students noticed that his eyelashes were shedding from the tears that he had cried throughout that night. And they investigated and they realized that it's because of this lady that was crying and he had cried along with her. And they took away this lady from the courtyard. This is described in the Gemara and the Medrash to the words of Eichel of a double tear that we describe. Two crimes. It seems like we're identifying the cry of this lady and the cry of Rem Gamliel. I would like to delve a little bit into this story, the deep lessons that this can teach us as we're entering the Shabbos Chazoyin, a Shabbos that's designated for our Avelis that we're entering in, in the nine days in the Shvush Chalboi, so we could be mitzapev for Binyan Beis Amikdash. What is it that Rem Gamliel was so inspired by this lady? He heard her crying, he heard her bitterness, he heard her loneliness, her sadness, her loss, and he reminded himself about Churban Beis Amikdash and cried along with her. Of course, obviously, the basic idea over here is Rem Gamliel understands that the result of all, of all, of all separations in the world the result of all difficulties, of all pains that are out there, all stem from the source of our losing the Beis Amikdash. Of course it's like that. It's a result. Can we imagine when the Beis Amikdash was betafartai, with its splendor, and everything was there, everything is perfect. Everything would run amazingly. We wouldn't be suffering so much. But of course we have to possibly understand something much more deeper, in this Gemara. Rem Gamliel doesn't have to physically hear the cry of this lady to know that. He knows the tragedies that Kal Yisrael are in. And Rem Gamliel knows about Churban Beis Amikdosh, and he knows it's a result, of course. There's something more to this Gemara. I think this lady that's crying, it's not just the pain that she's in. It's actually the pain of the Rebbeinu Shalom having on the base of Middash not being, re, being rebuilt. We understand the pain of a mother, her cherished child being taken away from her. That is the pain that the Rebbeinu Shalom has. That Klal Yisrael, our child, we're the ben of the Rebbeinu Shalom and we're removed from our father. We're removed that through a churban beis amigdash, we're exiled in Gaulus. It's the tears that the Kavayachu, the Rebbeinu Shalom, the Mistarim Tifka Nafshi, 
So there's a double cry over here. There's our cry and the Rebbeinu Shalom's cry. One idea to the Gemara. Let's take it further now. When we want to be misabal about Churban Beis Hamikdash and we want to rebuild, we need to put in a special bakosha for the Beis Hamikdash to be rebuilt. It's not enough to only understand the separation that we're in, the tsar of the Shechina, realizing the loss that we have, but we have to realize why it happened, and we have to fix it up in that area. It happened, Churban Beis Hamikdash Hashem, happened because of Sinas And Sinas in many different ways can just be translated in. We haven't cared enough about each other. We haven't thought about each other. We haven't been noisy ba'ol Rim Gamliel would like to cry every night about Churban Beis Hamikdash. But the ultimate Avelus is an Avelus that can lead into Bingen, that can lead into the fruits that are going to be the Hazayim Bedim of Irina an Avelis that's going to bring about the fruition of the planting that will be after harvest and be after see the Yeshua. Rem Gamliel hears the pain of a lady and it comes part of his pain. He goes into her pain. He goes into her problem. He doesn't just remember the Beis Amigdash's problem. He's Noisa Ba'ol Chaveroi. And through that, he cries about the Beis Hamikdash, and those are tears that are going to turn into tears of Bingen. We have to hear the cry of not only our own cry, our the cries of others, the pain of others, the being Then those tears can be the tears of Bingen Beis Hamikdash. So through Rem Gamliel identifying with somebody else's pain. Not only is that the first step, the basic step of understanding that the pain is coming from an absence of a Beis Amigdosh. That's the basic idea. It's a result. Not only understanding that that pain is a manifestation of the pain that the Rebbein Shalom is going through. That's the double cry. But so much more than that. Feeling the pain. Feeling her pain. Being part of being noisable chaveri. That's how we can rectify what we did wrong. That's how that pain can be turned into bingin. That's how those tears can be turned into tears of growth. Tears of bingin beis amigdash ashlishi And now let's take this even further. If we were, if we were to discuss churban beis amigdash, we would have a big screen and describe what happened. In fact, there was just in shul today, and I pulled out a medrash, a medrash rabban eicha, and I see a paper over there with a list of the numbers. This person must have been going through the medrash that discusses in great detail how many people were nifter. And it says there's 600,000 cities, but the medrash doesn't tell us the number. But if you take out a calculator, you could see it's about in the trillions. But when we go through the Sugis and the Agadot the Chorban and the Gemara and Gittin, and you go and, and you look at Medrash Eicha also, you don't find so much about discussing the numbers. But we find one specific story. In fact, we have a special designated kinah that's about that. This is the story that Yirmiya cried about in describing Chorban Beis Amigdash. A very interesting story 
that this should be the one that we should pick out. There was the daughter of Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol and the son of Rabbi Shmuel Kohen Gadol. The Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. They're being exiled into captivity. And they're being owned by two different slave masters. But these were the most beautiful children. Their father was a Kohen Gadol that exemplified his beauty. One day these two masters strike up a conversation and each one describes the beauty of their child. One has a daughter, one has a boy. So they say, listen, let's pair them up together. We'll split the children. We'll have the most beautiful children. So they take the daughter of Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Shmuel. They put them in a room at night. They can't see each other with the expectation that this is going to be, this is going to produce children. These two children, each one goes to the corner and cries and says, I'm a son of a Kohen Gadol, and I should be put in such a low state that I'm going to have to marry to a Shivcha? How have I fallen so low? And the daughter of Rabbi Shmuel, Kohen Gadol, cries in her corner, I'm a daughter of royalty, I'm a daughter of beauty, of Malucha, and I'm going to be, have to marry a slave? They cried like that throughout the whole night, and in the morning when they Light came in and they noticed, they recognized that it's brother and sister. They embraced each other and their neshamas went out. And they died. And Yirmiya, when he was Mekoinen, he says, Rabbi say, I don't understand. What was so terrible? This is the story of Chorben Beis Hamikdash. The story of Chorben Beis Hamikdash is millions of children dying, millions of people, cities, destruction, pain, everything. Amongst all that, the captivity. There's a son and a daughter, and they say that their father was a big yachsen, and they're stuck, and they have to marry each other. All right, all right. What is that? That is the story of Chorben Beis Hamikdash. I'm going to tell you what I think this truth is over here. The Swar Makdashim in the Psukim and the Achas Ayyamim, talking about the Toichacha that we're currently in in Kisavoy, the 98th close, the end of the close describe our generation that we're in. You know what our generation, the most difficult Nesioinus that we are, we have? It's not, it's not the sicknesses that we're in. It's not Mominus that we're in. It's not even the greatest tragedies in big ways. It's what we can call the private evil yachid. Let's think about it. There's organizations today for all big things. If the schas v'shalom, yisoyimim, there's a karen for yisoyimim. Almonas is a karen for almonas. For a fuist, there's all different types of great, amazing organizations for every different way. You know how many people are walking around, individual people, individual pains, pains that nobody else could understand. You can't put it and highlight it on a blackboard and say, this is the pain of Klal It's a private pain. You don't understand my pain. You don't understand what I'm going through. You meet me in the street, I look regular, but I'm suffering so much inside. There's so much turmoil. This is the pain of the Achrus Hayyamim. This is the evil Hayyachad. It's called COVID pain sitting by yourself and nobody else can help you out nobody else can bail you out the story of this story of Chorben Beis Amigdash the daughter and the son of Rabbi Bishmol Kohen Gadol is a private Chorben 
it's a churban of a yochid. It's their personal problem. But everybody else, there's too much going on. I can't deal with your problems. You're a daughter. Your father was a clean god on your stock. Leave me alone. I only see over here. Do you understand, do you understand there's millions of people dying? Leave me alone with your problem. They have nobody to turn to. But they have a bitter, lonely cry to themselves. This is what Yirmiya cried about. Churban Beis Hamikdash is going to lead us to the most difficult gullus, the gullus of individuals, individuals without any tzibur being them. nobody else identifying with their pain, their private pain, that is the most hardest, the most difficult. This is perhaps what Rim Gamliel heard by this lady. This lady in the court of Reb Gamliel goes outside late at night and cries about her son that's died. We're not given any information. Where's all the organizations out there? Where's her husband? Where's her father? Where's her mother? We're not told anything. That means that she had no help. During the day, you don't hear from her. At night, nobody's around and she cries by herself about her problem. And Reb Gamliel heard that cry, that cry of the ultimate loneliness of a yachid with nobody else being able to see their pain. Nobody else being able to understand their pain. Veniska reminded himself, Churban Beis Amikdash is going to affect not only the tzibur pains, the individual yachid pains, they're going to have that. And Veniska, that that was the worst pain. That's the pain late at night when it's quiet and nobody else hears it. Nobody else identifies it. Nobody else sees it. During the day, these people walk around looking all great in every possible way. But late at night, they're crying. Veniska, this Churban Beis Amigdush. To be Messiah with Adover Toiv, the Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazoyim. What the, why the name Shabbos Chazoyim? Because we read the Aftar of Chazoyim. We don't just call Shabbos after the Aftar. We have a few Shabbos given a special name. Shabbos Nachmu, Shabbos Shuvah, Shabbos Shira. But let's think about those three quickly. Shabbos Nachmu, if we want to have a Nechama, the proper time for to have a Nechama is Shabbos, with multiple reasons for that. You want to have a Shabbos that's about Shira? Shabbos is the day of Shira. You want to have a Shabbos about Shuva? Shuva means returning. Shabbos is Toshiv, it's returning. What about Shabbos Chazoyin? Is this rooted in Shabbos, the idea of Chazoyim? The last Rosh that the Piyasetzner Rabbi, the Heliga Eish Kodesh, wrote was Shabbos Chazoyim. And he's talking in the Psukim and Shmois. The Rabbi Shalom comes down to Moshe Abenu and says, I went down, I saw the pain of Klai because I know about it. What does this mean? I saw it and now I know about the pain. And he says the following Moshal, very biting, it's hard to say over the words. A father needs to give his child an operation, a difficult, painful operation. The father comes to the doctors, the doctors say, listen, we're going to have to cut him, it's going to be very painful. I could show you where you could come tall, but once we get to a certain point, I have to close the door. You cannot bear that pain. You cannot be in there, although you know that it's good for him. You will not be able to experience it. The father says, no, I must be there. He pushes and pushes and comes into the room. The doctors begin the, begin the difficult procedure. And as the doctor is about to take the big knife and start cutting him, the father sees the pain of his child and he sees what's about to happen he grabs the doctor's hand and grabs the knife and says no I will not let you do that to my child what happened over here wasn't this supposed to happen doesn't the father know that this is good for the child yes correct 
But when he sees it, he can only see the pain and he can't see the bigger picture of what the purpose for this whole procedure was there for. The Rebbeinah Shalom has a plan for our pain. We have to go sometimes, chas under the knife to go through to be mesakin, different things. So the Rebbeinah Shalom to Moshe Rabbeinu Ra'i Ami, I have come down and I have seen the pain. I'm there seeing it. And now I'm kiyodatias machoiv. I only know about that. I can't see any other part to it. I can't allow the procedure to happen. Although I had a big reason for why I wanted it to happen. The Rebbeinu Shalom on Shabbos Chazoyim took the Eish Kodesh, the last Russia that he gave in the Warsaw Ghetto before he was Niftal Kiddush Hashem. Going through the most difficult pain. Chazoyim means vision. The Rebbeinu Shalom saying, I see your pain. And I only see that and I'm going to put a stop there. Perhaps based on that we can say, when does the Rebbeinu see our pain? When does the Rebbeinu come into the room when the doctor is doing, doing the surgery of the pain that we're going through and especially the, the pain of the Yochid as we explained? That is on a Shabbos that we get so close to the Rebbeinu Shalom. The Rebbeinu Shalom comes into the room and sees how we're going through so much and the Rebbeinu Shalom says, stop. I can't allow it anymore. And with that, we could be zeichet to see Bebinyebeis Amigdash Ashlishi Bemheir Vimeinu Akut Shabbos. Thank you.